Blog Talk Radio. George Gamond, and welcome to the Monday show. Hopefully, you had a fabulous weekend. Mine was good. You know, we had company over on Saturday. Had a great afternoon lunch, and just just generally a very good day. Yesterday was kind of like bicycle riding for me. My bike. I got a. I have a, a power assist bike. It's a, it's a cool idea. You know, they they cost they cost a lot of money, but I didn't spend a lot of money on it. I mean. I started looking for electrical assist bikes and they have these off-road kind of bikes that are powered and they cost like $3,000 and I'm going, oh, I can buy an old car for that. And I go, no, I'm not going to buy that. So I kept looking, went online, found one, a company that sells a relatively reasonably priced bike where it does what I needed to do. It doesn't take me across America and it has about Oh, I guess 17 miles worth of charge, roughly. So it works. You know, it's it's not the top of the line. It and it's consider it was rated one of the better, less expensive bikes that do this sort of thing. So it's electric assist. So I'm going up hills where there's a lot of hills in my area. Makes it easier for this whole guy to climb hills with this bike. So that's what we're talking about. Is let's switch to what we're talking about today. Now, if you want to call in, if you want to talk to me. Uh, one of the couple things that I can do for you, and I've emphasized this, and there's a few things I can help you with. I've, I've practiced all these different modalities over the years, and in my bio, it talks a little bit about being a shaman and an intuitive and hypnotherapist. And so we could talk about your past lives, okay? Or if you're interested, maybe we can get a message from the non-physical entity in your life, uh, grandmother, great-grandfather, you know, somebody that's passed, maybe an old friend who has passed and you want to get a message or even some famous people. I think on Friday we did that a little bit more of that and one of my friend's clients, nah, she's more of a friend than a client, a listener, called in and we talked to, talked to John Lennon a little bit and got some messages. So if there's a famous person that you're interested in knowing more information from about something that's going on in your life because they want to help you. If you want to talk to dead people, they will help you to something that's going on in your life to encourage you, to inspire you, to give you information that will assist you in your current life. Okay, so if you want to call in, and if you're interested in a session with me, and we'll talk more about sessions and what they are and, you know, Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that on tomorrow, about what a session would be like with me. Because I use a, a form of, well, guided meditation with with some hypnotherapy techniques and or and also letting my spirit guides, my spirit group guide you through the process. The spirit group, Sarah, that will help you so that, that you will get the information that you need to make some changes in your life so that you can manifest what you need. And that's what it is. It's changing something about yourself. And that's what I'm, I'm kind of into a lot about is this whole process. The process, and we're going to talk about consciousness, and I'm you know, just kind of giving you a little bit more about what I do. Con- 
your your life is driven by a few factors, and I, and I've studied this, and I've worked with people on this, and I really believe in this, and it's the idea that your beliefs and create your actions. But where do your beliefs come from? The beliefs are from what you've heard. You know, your thinking is what causes is your thinking and your beliefs are intertwined, if that makes sense at all. They're very much intertwined. And so that your thinking, your thought patterns are based on your beliefs. And beliefs are nothing more, and this is a great quote from the Abraham material, nothing more than the thought you continue to repeat. A thought that you continue to repeat over and over again becomes your belief. Now, they can be positive or they can be negative. Now, a lot of our beliefs start when we're really young. And not to get into all the scientific theory on how the brain works and how you function as a child, but up to about age 12, you don't have a filter, a very limited filter on your thoughts. So everything you hear dumps down into you. You don't have a critical thought pattern. And based on consciousness and what we're talking about of consciousness, you're still working from kind of a, a reptilian part of your brain. The neocortex, the higher brain, is not completely developed yet, as I understand it. Now, you could correct me if you're a neuroscientist and you have a better idea about this. But so that what happens is at the early child part of your childhood, your teachers, your parents, your siblings, your neighbors – television, da-da, <laughs> you know, all influence your belief system. And so you carry those beliefs through your life. Now, you add on to those beliefs, and as you go through life, if you have a certain belief about certain things based on what you, the input that you got as a child, what happens is, I'll describe it this way, what happens is that you, you – you you learn to develop these beliefs. They, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you, you compound those beliefs. The things prove those beliefs to be correct. But at some point, those beliefs don't work or they cause you a lot of problems and they lead to certain dysfunction in your life and certain habits and habits in your life that cause you – well, great deal of difficulty. You know, trauma is based on these beliefs. Okay, now we're going to get into all the scientific, but aspects of the. In the, I'm not a therapist in that full sense of the word, but we can change your beliefs. Your beliefs are something that can be changed through hypnosis, but also through meditation. You go to a place and you change your beliefs. Because my point, and what I'm trying to help you, is raise your thinking, raise your vibration. Because a lot of those negative beliefs keep your vibration down. And we'll talk about that in the concept of, of consciousness, which is kind of an interrelated term that we're all energy. And our consciousness is a reflection of our energy and our vibration. And our thought patterns. Okay, so let me let me jump into it. And I'm going to let my spirit guides. I'm going to give you a little bit of a scientific take on the idea of consciousness, lower consciousness, higher consciousness, and then I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you about this whole idea of from a spiritual aspect, their take on it. So let me let me let me get into brain pickings. Is the article brain? I love this brain picking. What higher consciousness really means? How to obtain it? 
and what it does for the human spirit. Now, they didn't talk too much about the human spirit. So what is higher consciousness? Let's, let's, and they want to go from a scientific point of view in this article. And the author of the article is, Servant Survey says, it doesn't say, it's brain pickings, and it doesn't give me a specific author. Okay, I was, I was looking for it earlier, couldn't find it, thought I'd double check. Nope, but it's brainpickings.org. Brain pickings, I like that. Ooh, let's pick at your brain and see what's going on. Okay, ordinary life rewards practical, introspective, self-justifying outlook. Let me go back up. As human beings, we spend most of our lives functioning in states of lower consciousness. And what is lower consciousness? Um, Doesn't really. Okay, let's let's get into that a little bit. Primary, our survival and our success, narrowly defined. Orderly life. Rewards practical, unintrospective, self-justifying outlooks that are hallmarks hallmarks of what we call lower consciousness. Neuroscientists speak of the lower part of your brain. They term the reptilian brain. Now, that sounds kind of scary, doesn't it? I have a reptilian brain. We all have reptilian brains. And if you follow the evolutionary process, that's what developed first, is our reptilian brain. And we... So it's the fight-flight syndrome or get stuck. And my daughter said, yeah, you get stuck too. I can believe that. So it's, it's, we blame others. We strike back. We stay, you know, and, and putting it into this context of vibration, we're in a low vibrational state, okay? And they say here, however, at rare moments – when there are no threats or demands upon us, perhaps late at night. I don't know. I've had some strange dreams lately. I'm going, wait a minute. I don't know about that. I don't know if those are reptilian dreams or other dreams. Okay. Or late at night, early in the morning, when our bodies and passions are comfortable and we have the privilege of being able to access the higher mind, higher consciousness, what neuroscientists call the neuro, neuro, neuro cortex, the seat of imagination, empathy, partial judgment we loosen our hold on our own ego so you might want to associate the ego with the reptilian brain right it's all about survival that ego part of us that lower consciousness really wants us to survive and whatever it takes to survive right so we strike out at others we do things against our own best wishes interests sometimes in such states the higher consciousness the mind moves beyond its particular self-interest so you would think that people who are very selfish, very self-contained, it's all about them and their survival, are working from a lower form of consciousness, okay? Rather than criticize and attack, we are free to imagine that our behavior is driven by pressures derived from our own primitive minds, which is generally no position to tell us about. Their temper and viciousness are now free. See? Okay, so we let go. It's astonishing gradual evolution to develop the ability to explain others' actions by their distress rather than simply terms of how it affects us. We have empathy towards others. We, we develop loving kindness. We de- develop compassion. If you're in the higher consciousness, you're, you're expressing all of these beautiful higher consciousness attitudes and directions. So how do you get there? Well, you raise yourself to a higher vibration. 
you get into now there's another article and I am going to let my spirit guides talk to you because I want them to talk to you about this and maybe we'll talk more about this and we'll talk about the mind brain connection but one of the things I wanted to get into brain waves and deeper states of consciousness that deeper states you could say higher it's kind of it's kind of a strange way of putting it isn't it because you think of higher consciousness and but you have to think in terms of brain waves right because we First of all, we start at the beta, which is 12 to 30 hertz. Beta brain waves are associated with normal waking consciousness, a heightened state of alertness, logic, and critical reasoning. As we go about our daily activities, you are at beta. Although important for efficiently functioning in everyday life, higher beta levels translate into all these beautiful things like stress, anxiety, restlessness. So you could say that in in the putting it into the other context that you're in this reptilian brain, really really tied into your reptilian brain when you're in your beta state. It's all about survival. With the majority of adults primarily no, this is articles from so you know brainwaves is from mind your reality. Ooh, kind of an interesting concept. Mindyourreality.com. Okay, so let's let's keep moving on. The voice of the reptilian is like nagging chatterbox of your inner critic, which becomes louder and more relentless the higher you are in the range. So if you're up in that 30 hertz range of that brain waves, guess what? Boom. Okay, the next level down, the next level of – it's kind of interesting. When you think of a higher consciousness, you're actually going into a lower brain waves. Okay, ooh, that's – yeah, that's like, whoa, mind-boggling, right? Okay, alpha brain waves are present in deep relaxation. So you slip into or you move into higher consciousness. You go from the reptilian brain up to the neurocortex. And it doesn't say that here, but we're just making that as connection here. In deep relaxation with eyes usually closed and while daydreaming, the relaxed, detached Awareness achieved during light meditation is characteristic of the alpha, of alpha and is optimal for programming your brain for success. Alpha heightens your imagination, visualization, memory, learning, and concentration. It lies at the base of your conscious awareness and is the gateway to your subconscious mind. Okay, I don't have a lot of time to get into all this. This gets get like we could get really complicated about all this. But I want my spirit guides to talk to you about higher consciousness, the spiritual aspects of it, why you should well, let's see what they have to say. I always don't know what they're going to talk about. So I'm just going to let them talk to you and then we'll go from there. Okay? Um yeah, so I'm going to go under for a couple minutes, a few minutes, and let them talk to you about this whole idea of higher consciousness from a spiritual, from, from the from the point of view of your spirit self. First of all, we have to relax, George. For us to work through him, we need to change his brain waves, his vibration to match us. Now that it seems like a real contradiction. Lower the brain waves, the higher the consciousness. That just seems like, or the the raising the vibration. We could get into an explanation on that. In, in so many words, your vibrational state has to do with your brain wave state. If you're in that alpha state or the theta state, 
your vibration is matching the vibration of higher consciousness. And as you're matching the rate, at, at matching the level of higher consciousness, you're tapping into the consciousness of the divine, of, of source energy. We talk a lot about that, of tapping into source energy, tapping into the 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 consciousness, the vibrational state that has been established for from source, from God, so that humans could put themselves in this vibrational state, higher consciousness state, so that they could receive and be open to receive from source energy, from the divine information, direction, guidance. So when you get into higher consciousness, you're actually getting outside of the normal state. Now we're going to present a different, a little different point of view because you, you were looking at it from a scientific point of view. You got the brain, you got the higher consciousness, lower consciousness, you got the brain activity itself, the physicality. But when you start to move your vibration, and it talks about the theta, when you start moving your vibration to that place, your consciousness to that state, what you're starting to do is moving outside of the physical aspects of who you are. You're tapping into, let's just call it your auric field. Just just call it your energy field that's around you. And that, that within that energy field is knowledge, is information. That information is translated and presented to the physical from the outside of the physical. So the, the higher your consciousness you know, this is confusing terminology even for us to try to explain it to you because the higher the consciousness, the higher the vibration, the more you move outside of, you know, well, George didn't talk about it, but there's gamma state. The gamma state is really reaching outside of your own physical consciousness. And it's a deep meditative place where you're reaching outside of your consciousness and tapping into the consciousness we have to follow that up with the statement that there is no disconnection between you and anything else in the universe. Vibrations may be different. The level of consciousness might be different. But there is no disconnect. You are connected to everything, every dimension you are connected to. You're constantly connected to your vibrational field, your energy field is always connected to fields outside of yourself. And when you reach outside of yourself and your own consciousness and reach to higher vibrational places, energies, that's when you open up. You open up to the wisdom and knowledge and guidance of the universe. Spirit, source, God, whatever you call it, spirit guides. So then when somebody is channeling like George and using us coming through, what they have done is reached outside of their physical consciousness and the physicality and now are functioning from the auric field of higher consciousness around them so that we can connect to them from this vibrational place. Now, let's explain it from a little different point of view. And, and we're gonna, well, this gets really involved, that your auric field bands and contracts based on your vibration or your consciousness. The lower the consciousness, the lower the vibration, 
the, lo- the, the, the more closed in your auric field is that vibrational field. Now, you, some of you have seen pictures of people's auric fields and descriptions of it. But if you see somebody, if you see a picture where their auric field is very narrow around the body, that means that they're functioning from a lower consciousness, a lower vibrational state. But if you look at a picture, if you see the picture of somebody whose vibrational field is just way out beyond them, and you can test this, you can actually test this, and there's ways for you to measure people's vibrational fields. So the higher the vibrational field, the more that you connect to and the more the higher you raise your vibration, the more it sends out information into the universe and the more the universe you tap into what we call this magnetic field that's connected to source energy. And so that in that state, in that condition, you either can channel or you can create receive vast amounts of information from other consciousness. You think, you think about people who, let's say, how telepathically commun- communicate with other people. It's because in their auric field, outside of them, their physicality, they have been able to develop or have been given the gift to develop this connection to other vibrations. You're always connected. It's Let's describe it this way. You're always connected to vibrations outside yourself. But much like a radio wave, you have to tune into it. You can't, you know, if you're if you're vibrating, let's say of an FM band of 88.5 and you want to connect to somebody who's at 98.6, you have to raise your vibration to match that. And some people have the gift to do that. They can match the vibration of outside energies whether it be friends, families, non-physical entities. So that's the gift. And then you can develop that. You can consciously develop that ability to tap into, connect to other vibrational fields. So you're gaining information. That's what a medium does. That's what a channel does. They're able to raise their radio wave to, you know, to a certain level so that they're connecting to that 98 and so that they're receiving information. Now, each one of the, the non-physical entities is sending out a signal. I'll just use the word signal here, a vibration at a certain octave, a certain level, a certain wavelength. Let's just use that terminology. We're trying to translate this into human understanding. And so that if you're consciously wanting to do that, you can reach that level. You can tap into that because it is all energy. So you're tapping into a vibrational level of another non-physical entity because you're always connected but you have to be tapped into a certain wavelength a certain vibration to communicate with those outside of yourself and it's generally a much higher vibration but they can bring their self down and we call about this magnetic field of connecting with source as a vibrational field that you're connecting to source energy in anything any higher dimension that that energy field can be lowered to a place where you can connect to it does that make sense to any of you <laughs> we hope it does so the more you're able to raise your consciousness, raise your vibration, you create a, an ability to tap into. Now, first of all, you have to want to. 
and then you have to reach out to want to communicate. Now, what spirit will do, whether it be ancestors or spirit guides or source energy itself, will know where you vibrate at. And when you've raised your consciousness to a certain level where they can match that vibrational, well, we're back to the analogy of the radio, where you're at 98.8, if yours is going to, they can come down to that. But if you're in a low vibrational state, they're not going to lower themselves. And it doesn't suit them and it doesn't, it's not an advantage to them if you're vibrating at 66.1, that they're not going to tap into that. They're not going to lower their vibration to that low of a vibrational field because it's not advantage to them and it's not an advantage to you. And the information you're going to get is very clouded, very un, very filtered, and you're going to tap into other low, lower vibrational energies if they try to come down to that level. So you have to raise your vibration above those in in the lower vibrational fields, other humans, okay, other lower vibrational energies, so that you can tap into higher vibrational energies. Does that make sense to you at all? I hope that does make some sense. So the higher consciousness, raising your vibrational field, raising your energy field to a level that you can tap into higher consciousness, higher vibrations, higher information. Hopefully that explains it to you. So the advantage of all that is, well, let's give you one simple advantage. The higher your vibration that you raise yours to, again, as we said, it's easier to spirit. The higher the vibration you raise and the easier it is for spirit to tap into, the the closer you get to the nature of divine love. The vibration of love, the vibration of compassion, the vibration of loving kindness, of forgiveness. Those are all high vibrational spirits and energies or energies. So the higher your consciousness raises, the higher you raise your vibration, the more you get outside of the physical vibration and into the non-physical vibration, the auric vibration that you're sending out, the more you're able to tap into this vibration of love in associated vibrations so that you're living from that now george's article says you go in and out of that rarely get into it we're saying to you no you can do that you can do that more often you can live at a higher vibrational place so that you're always open to and always able to receive those vibrations those energies those that wisdom knowledge and guidance from the non-physical world. So there's a way of testing it. There's a way of knowing if you've tapped into and you've gotten into that high, let's say, auric field, which connects you to other dimensions. This seems rather complicated, but it's not. It's a simple analogy of the radio. The higher the octave, the higher the radio station on the range, the higher you go, it's easier for spirit to come to you. And you're not tapping into the interference of human lower vibrational beings. So you see, well, what about, you know, like, for example, the Ouija board. People who use the Ouija board, you're, you're functioning at a very flo- low vibrational field. 
your auric field is at a very low vibrational field and all you're going to tap into is lower vibrational energies who haven't raised themselves up into that dim higher dimensions of source energy, spirit guides, those who have ascended. And so you're only going to pick information from a lower vibrational source, not from a higher vibrational source. You want to get into what we call this magnetic vibrational field with source energy to receive the information you need. Okay, that's that's the idea behind this, and we 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 try to slow, speed this whole process up of explaining it to you. Hopefully, it makes some sense. Hope you get a better understanding of the advantages of raising your consciousness and how it functions from the physical and the non-physical. So, thank you for listening. Uh, I think I'm back. That was kind of an interesting discussion. Nowhere in my discussions have I talked about your auric field, but that's the whole idea of expanding your auric field, expanding the vibration of your auric field so that you connect with higher vibrational energies. Okay, this has been fun. <laughs> it's been interesting, so I don't know what we'll do tomorrow. I'm going to be off one day this week, probably Thursday, so the show will be four days this week. Again, if you want to get a message from my spirit guides, contact me. They'll talk to you about your own particular situation. And if you want to test your vibration, there's a way of doing it. And it's an interesting way if you're interested in knowing that. We actually can do that. So let's let's kind of tap into that. And, okay, well, this has been interesting. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully those. And if you have any questions, Please contact me. I'll let my spirit guides explain it to you individually. So I love you guys. I will be back tomorrow about the same time, and I'm not sure what we'll discuss. Bye now.